Hello and welcome. This is Archicast, Art Buildings Cities, episode 31, Sound and Living Objects. We keep on talking on Feng Shui and its uh, nine basic cures as very well exposed by Sarah Rosbach on the interior design with Feng Shui. A very interesting book that opens the discussion and the exchange of experiences around this subject in Archicast and we are laying down these um, first practical topics and um, acquiring certain um, basic dimensional uh, points in order to start a discussion and compare with other uh, methodologies and, and theories and applications in a practical way for interior design. We're going to talk about the rest of the um, basic cures that um, are a bit more pinpointy. We talk about color, we talk about um, bright objects, and we're going to go on with sound, living objects, and some other variations uh, to complete this sequence of um, basic cures. It's going to be very interesting because it will allow us to start um, um, like kind of exposing certain paradigms that are a little bit different than what we are used to um, think about interior design and what it means. In terms of energetic um, an atmospheric impact from the different objects into the interior design. So I think we have a pretty good idea. Let's keep on going and um, let's keep this in mind for the uh, upcoming episodes on, and discussions uh, that will follow these, these points. Let's go with sound. Wind chimes, for example are generally moderators of qi flow. Qi, we remember, is the denominator for energy in Feng Shui. They disperse malign interior and exterior qi, tempering and redirecting, say, a road or a hill's qi in a more beneficial, balanced way. Hang on eaves, they symbolically raise a house's qi. Wind chimes or bells can be used to summon positive chi and money into a home or business. Hang near an entrance, they act as alarms, warning of intruders entering a room or a store. After a California bank was robbed in the mid-1970s, it installed, on the advice of a Feng Shui expert, a bell on the door to the teller's work area that would ring each time the door was opened. As a primitive but effective security system, it seemed to unnerve any would-be robbers because no holdups have occurred since then. It's a very interesting point for sure. We have um, 
seeing these bells or some kind of uh, chimes at the entrance of many stores in, in modern times. So we're going to come back to this, to this point with um, many examples and variations. Let's talk about living objects also as kind of a cure or a part of an important part of the nine basic cures from Feng Shui. For example, plants and flowers. Plants, real, silk or plastic, bonsai, annual or perennial, not only symbolize nature, life and growth, but also conduct nourishing qi throughout the room. They function in many ways. Plants indicate good feng shui. Where a plant or a flower thrives, so will residents. Place on either side of an entrance, they create and attract good qi. Inside and outside restaurants and stores, they are subtle beacons bringing in clients and money. Besides merely enlivening interior qi, plants can resolve design imbalances such as acute room angles, corners that yacht into rooms, or unused storage space. Man-made plants and silk flowers are effective substitutes indoors because their leaves do not turn brown and petals do not fall off. Since artificial flowers are maintenance-free, residents, unless they have a, a green thumb, need not to be confronted with symbols of death and age. Fish bowls and aquariums, for example. These, like plants, are microcosms of nature, specifically the life-giving ocean. And water, essential to the cultivation of rice, symbolizes money. The Chinese use the word Feng Shui, wind, water, as a slang term for gambling. East as blowing away money. So when views of water are lacking, the Chinese use aquariums and fish bowls to evoke nourishing and money-making qi. Fish, the fruit of the sea, further enrich a home or office. In offices, fish are used to absorb accidents and general bad luck. When they die, they are immediately replaced. Aquariums with bubbling aerators, which, like fountains, stimulate qi, are considered the most effective. I had this personally um, experience with aquariums in different forms, sizes, uh, with sweet and salty water. Uh, I've experienced uh, different combinations and results in energy in the same room. Also made the same experiments with plants. So I guess we're going to have some interesting topics 
to discuss further on. Let's talk about moving objects. Moving objects as part of the nine basic cures as well. For example, wind-powered or electrically powered moving gizmos, such as mobiles, like in the interior, and windmills, um, or for example, weather vanes in the exterior, also stimulate chi circulation and deflect the overbearing force of roads and long corridors. Also interior or exterior fountain or man-made geysers. Fountains and geysers are also microcosms of chi activating and money producing water. They also can be protective. The strength of water disperses the killing chi of, say, an arrow-like road. Water fountains also create active, positive chi. In business, they are used to encourage profits. What about heavy objects? Stones or statues, sometimes a heavy object, such as a stone or a statue, when properly placed, can help stabilize an unsettling or elusive situation, be it holding down a job or holding on to a spouse. Very interesting. Electrical power. Machines powered by electricity are used to stimulate surroundings. For example, a television in the career area of a bar or equipment in the helpful people spot of a factory. That's very interesting. As a stimulator, almost like something that is not there to be appreciated for its content, but just for its attention attracting as a stimulator and nothing else. What about flutes? They have many symbolic and religious meanings. Historically, a bamboo flute was used to report peace and good news. And therefore, by association, its presence brings peace, safety and stability to a home, office or business. With its hollow, segmented interior, a bamboo flute symbolically lifts house chi, section by section. If two flutes with red ribbons tied around them are hung on a beam, slanting toward each other, thereby creating a partial bagua formation, so octagonal, they can pump chi upward from segment to segment and moderate the oppressive effect of the beam, allowing chi to penetrate it. Flutes are also protective. They symbolize words and are hung in homes, restaurants and stores to drive away evil spirits and would-be robbers. Also have rituals uses. When played, 
a fluid strengthens weak home chi and generally boosts morale. When shaken, it drives away bad spirits. There are also other cures. Peng Shu also uses a range of personal cures to address other problems. The cures are always increasing and changing to address new problems, like red ribbons for doors with knocking knobs, like a fringe to hide and resolve a slanted beam, or a chalk under the bed to cure a backache, for example. So I think with this we can conclude with very specific examples the basic cures from Feng Shui for uh, the interior energy, the Qi in a house, in a room, uh, it could be also an office, a shop. Um, it has, of course, a direct relationship with how it is also handled outside. So the energy, the Qi is kind of a flow so it has to have a continuity to be of a positive effect. But the way it flows and the intensity, the frequencies it produces, the vibration and um, the purposes of the stimulation that it creates, how long it stays, it depends on the character and the purpose of each room. And therefore it opens up for a very interesting uh, topics. I'm going to be sharing some personal experiences and projects and personal uh, rooms and houses I've lived in or worked for many years. And I've been also, of course, receiving um, feedback from listeners and sharing when appropriated and starting kind of a discussion around these topics is like okay we are analyzing feng shui but let's go a little bit more practical let's see on which points we could actually improve right now our uh, living standards our working standards and maybe it helps also to um, compare with other theories with other practices we actually use and um, others that maybe we didn't prove yet. It could be an interesting point to go more into a practical direction or into a more theoretical direction. Both are actually totally justified. Okay, so this has been the nine basic cures here in Archicast Art Buildings and Cities. Till next time, bye bye.